And welcome back to another episode of JP and the Beanstalk. You bet. Hope Here we are. Come on, there's a great energy in the gym. It's a brand new year, Riles. It is a brand spanking new year. It's 2023. You're cutting back on some bush lattes. I've got some fresh Ames tap water here. Come on, we're fueled up. We're ready to roll. And what is what is this? Is this a fresh desk? Hello. Thank you, Amy. It's Way to brilliant. go, Ames. Yeah. Way to go. No, Never she... met you, but great job. Yeah, it's awesome. Proud it's of you. Just, I know. It's a... Uh... It's a lot nicer than these old TV tray things. Love it. Absolutely so, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Investing. we're upgrading. We're upgrading in materials, maybe even in cast. Maybe I'll get subbed out for someone far superior. I mean, <laughs> bro, we'll do whatever it takes. We'll do whatever it takes. I will sacrifice myself. If you're getting subbed out, I'm scared of who I'm getting replaced by. <laughs> Feels like a conversation about who would play me in a movie gone wrong. I don't even want to know. It's gone sideways. Don't even want to know. Yeah. Yeah. You know who I... You know what? Let's just let's just get there right now. Random tangent right off the bat. You know who I would love to have play me in a movie? Who? Young Mel Gibson. Just because. Well, I think that's... Mel in his happen. prime. Mel in his prime. That being said, I wouldn't mind if there was a little foreshadowing and Mel right now was playing me as I will become. That'd be fantastic. He grows an exquisite beard whenever he wants to. And when he chooses to trim it back to just the bare chin, he still looks tremendous. Mel Gibson, everyone. That's that's who I would like. Who would you like to play you in a movie? Oh, my gosh. That's a good question. I mean, Andy Sandberg is you. This is true. Every time Sand- I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'm like, that's Riley. That's right. I'm watching Riley. It's honestly scary. It, it is. It honestly is a it little is. scary. Yep. That might be why yeah. I love that show too much. But yeah, anyway. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah. yeah but you don't have to choose Andy. You can choose whoever you'd like. Well, if we're talking about like... Because really Andy chose you. It's true. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about that, then probably Andy. But mm. present day, like similar age, I might have to say Dave Franco. I said Mel Gibson. You don't have to You don't have to choose similar age. I know, but Mel's still, like 90. I still, I still might take Dave Franco in that. Okay. Which is an odd choice. Ooh. But I feel like we look maybe okay. similar enough. Okay. I see where you're coming from there. That's Maybe. a good pull. Yeah. Dave Franco. Sure. Well, I was thinking like Tom Holland, but I was like, that's basic. Tom Holland. No, basic. I like your Dave Franco choice. I think yeah. that has that shows some depth of thought. Yeah. Yeah. Lean into that. That's great. That's going to be my choice. Oh, that's really great. That's really great. Well, Happy New Year, Riles. Yeah. Happy New Year. Hey, thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's great to make it to another year. Um, I hope you had a tremendous Christmas. I certainly did in my household. It was, you know, it's... So all the cousins are older now. Yep. So <laughs> where are they like relative to you in age? Like within a few years, both older and younger, or are there some outliers there? So in out of the cousins that still come to family Christmas. That's all that matters. Um, I am the eldest out of all the grandkids. Nice. Out of all the grandkids, I'm the second eldest. Okay. But okay. as of who was present, I was the eldest. And so you're then, basically at the top. You're there. Right. And then the yeah, youngest. Must be present to win. And then the youngest was is in eighth grade. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And then everybody else... So oh, that's fairly well bundled together. I mean, that's enough common ground. Right. To, yeah. There's, there's two that haven't graduated yet. Okay. One Fine. is graduating, so three. Sure, sure. But, Absolutely yeah. Absolutely love it. I don't know. It felt like... It felt like we all just showed up to collect paychecks and then dipped. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like we showed up, we got our envelopes. Oh we said thank you, and then we kind of just did our own thing afterwards. It did not feel like Christmas. <laughs> a little, little transactional, perhaps. Well, that's you know, because we used to all sit around. In a circle, yep. and then we would go from youngest yep. to oldest on who's opening gifts, and then this <laughs> it's just year, not the same, right? And now it's yeah. just okay, yeah. everybody. Here's your here's your card, and <laughs> you, you all got inside. the same thing, right? Same amount, right? And we had stockings, so you get a little yep. candy and sure. like a shirt or whatever. Okay, but, okay, but yeah, it was There's like an effort being made there, right? And then after that, like I, we had a couple cousins just di- actually most cousins dipped like within two hours after, Jeez. you know, because they, they don't have their significant others and. Mm. And they didn't invite them? They didn't invite the significant others? Or the significant others explicitly not welcome? No, no. So they are more than welcome. Sure. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Who? Now, this is... I have to remember... Well, actually, every... So this is a classic move to use the significant other as an excuse like, hey, sorry, I got to leave, fam, but I got to go take care of Bay. Actually, now that I think about it, I was the only cousin to not have a significant other, which is kind of funny, too. But, uh, yeah, so... That was also my effort to try and speak, like current lingo and i think it went really poorly (laughs) it was terrible good not gonna do it again but my sister's boyfriend was there and then one of my my cousin's girlfriends couldn't make it another one came and then yeah it's a decent decent participation yeah Yeah. okay okay respect respect no doubt no doubt that's great see that makes me appreciate the stage of life that i'm in with all these young kids right like Okay, so we bought a new house this year. So Lindsay and I agreed prior to Christmas, like, okay, we're, we're not getting each other anything, right? We bought the house, right? Yes, agreed. So there were there were no gifts. We did stockings, snacks, right, for each other. I, I got new socks, and I was genuinely excited about new socks. That's how I know I'm old, okay? I was excited about new socks, so it's over for me. But for my kids, there's still hope. Right, they're between the ages of one and seven, and my goodness, that anticipation—it's huge. It's oh, huge. Sure. I think we we deliberately waited to put the wrapped Christmas gifts out under the tree until December twenty fourth, with the understanding—and this was the morning of December twenty fourth—with the understanding that they would not get open until that evening. And within two minutes, somebody had already started opening one of their presents, and so everybody was quickly banned to the basement for the rest of the day because. They had shown that uh, they are not trustworthy, probably going to turn out to be very bad kids, and so we might as well lean into it and spoil them with stuff because it's hopeless anyway. So there you go. But it was great, other than you know the fact that my kids are doomed. It was fantastic. I mean... A lot of Legos. A lot of Legos at Christmas, so that was cool. I mean, in your defense, it's like... You only have you. You and Lindsay have four hands. Oh there's gosh. five kids. I don't think you're stopping. And there's even, one that's going to We even had a conversation. Through. We even said right when we brought them out. Now you understand. These are open tonight. You don't open them now. Yes. 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 Walk away. Two minutes later. Rip. You just hear the sound. You go. Come on. Come, who did it? Cal. Come on, man. That was going to be my oh, guess. 100%. 100%. <laughs> that was my guess. And I walk into the room and his eyes, he's just looking up at me like, I can't believe you caught me. It's like, you're wide out in the open. Like, this isn't even hidden. You haven't even done this well. You're sitting next to the tree in wish, broad daylight. I wish that would have been on video. Oh, my god. That gosh. is hilarious. That was oh. my first guess. That's so funny. Uh, it was. Anyway, it uh. was a blast. It's, it's a lot of fun watching kids open their gifts. They're excited. They love it. So Christmas season's a fun time. 
right now. But I get where you're coming from because then I go to other Christmas gatherings with extended family, and it is just a, it's just not the same. It's a little more transactional, which is too bad. So you got to enjoy it when it's when it's still yeah. vibrant. I think next year yeah. we got to spice it up. Yeah, yeah, got to find a way to, to make it interesting. Might have to take lead on that. Do but... white elephant, Yankee <laughs> swap. Yeah, lean I... into the office method. I think. I don't know. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking even something like, we just all go, we come up with a theme that day, and then we just all go to like Ooh. Cedar Falls, Ooh. and then and buy the gift that day, right? And yes. then we just we all disperse. Oh, that's fun, right? And yes. then don't show anybody what you got. Mm-hmm. Then come back, mm-hmm. and then it's just because then it's hilarious because you right. were you're grasping at straws. Well, you're like I don't know what to do. Hundred percent. Because here's the thing. All of us, like, that are in that adult phase, like, needs are met, right? Everybody literally has everything that you need. So it's all about, hey, is there something that you might want, maybe? But really, if you're a stable adult, if there's something you really want, like, you're buying it for yourself. You're not a kid either. You're not like, well, I got to wait for grandpa to give it to me. Right. You can get it. Right. You can get it. So... That I like that idea. You write that down. Yeah. You take note of that because uh, you got to so. make it fun. You got to make it enjoyable. In, in other words, it does not matter if what you end up getting. You're going. I'm never going to use this. Who cares? Who by, cares? By the way, so we did a grab bag for my mom's side of the family. Ooh, interesting. So, also we might have had some of these experiences. Right. So they did um, gender neutral. So it was like you can get whatever you want. Okay. And I'm like, great. So I go to Target, and. I'm looking at the movies, and I see John Wick. I'm like, that's a great pick. If you haven't seen John Wick, it's fantastic. It's really good. It's really fantastic. good. Fantastic. So I was like, Keanu oh, great best. start. Yes. So then I start walking okay. towards the food. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a basic bitch, but I'm going to get popcorn. I'll get candy. I'll just make a movie night out of the whole thing, you know? Okay, okay. It's not original, but I'm like, you know, it's safe. It's solid. It's safe. It's solid. And then I thought, <laughs> I started walking by the Nerf guns. Oh, boy. And so there were two little pistols that uh, happened to <laughs> Go right fit. along with the theme. Right, right, right. So I was like, you know, after the movie, they're going to want to channel their John Wick. There you go. And so it's so funny because my one cousin that's like my mom's cousin, actually, mm-hmm. not my like, sure, sure. cousin, you know. Yes. Like, yeah, yep. family's great. Right. But anyways, right. she got my presents last year, too, and they were not great. So <laughs> she got it again this year, and I was just laughing hysterically because I was like, you yeah, know what? I'm going to have fun. Nice. So. That's exactly what you should do. Right. And right. did she appreciate it this year? Did she enjoy it? Or was she? Come on. No. I Girls a, before swine. Uh, Great gift wasted. I got a burrito throwing game, so we'll see how that goes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got this nice L.L. Bean flannel. It's fantastic. It's very warm and cozy, so I chose to wear it on date night tonight, and I didn't change out of it when I came over here because I'm hey, like, this is it. just really comfortable. If it's comfortable, it's that's great. Again, I'm getting excited about socks and flannels. It's over for me, and that's okay. I mean, because I'm happy where I'm ending. The first thing I did when I got home was build this. I was so on, excited. Right? I wanted to yes. build it. I wanted to build it there, but I knew mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. that if I built it there, I wouldn't be take able it with to you. bring it in. No. Can't take it with you. <laughs> Want to take it with you? Yeah, so. that's great. Well, the holidays are a blast. Part of what's fun now is we get to recap. We get to revisit and remember what was in 2022, while simultaneously 
looking out ahead for what's to come in 2023. So there's a bevy of content for us to get through in this episode. We're excited for it. Should be nice and beefy. We appreciate your patience waiting for us to get back on the mic. And uh, for those of you wondering, it's 100% my fault. So uh, you're welcome. Also, if you're ever wondering whose fault it ever is, it's always my fault. I always have people that are sick or dying or brothers coming back from California and making lame excuses about, sorry, Riley, here's why I can't show up today. Hashtag bad friend. It's okay. So here we are, though. We're back. We're here. We're going to focus on the positives, Riley. I mean, so, God, get off me. I mean, next time you can just bring him and we'll shove him in the corner. Deal. Good. Deal. Done. Was it the one that was already on here before? It was. Oh. It was. He had been on here oh. before. He had been on here before. So he's already had his time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's... Everybody gets one. Nah, I kid. I kid. Mason, we'll get you on here again, bud. Appreciate you. Um, so let's talk. Let's start with 2022, okay? Yep. We need to cover. We're going we're gonna to just really lean into the top fives here today. Oh, You're welcome. Sure. We're going to hit the top fives early, and it's going to be a double dip of top yes. fives. We're going to hit our top five favorites of 2022, as well as the bottom five bummers of 2022. Bummer. Now, couple things to keep in mind all right we are not saying per use that this was what was best and this is what was worse this is simply personal preference which is part of what makes this fun let's be real now we might also say this was terrible or this was awesome which also is true but this is our own subjective here's what we love the most here's what we loved or disliked yeah the so most if you don't agree jump off your boat okay you're not in this boat, all mm -hmm. right? You jump off, swim to shore. Find a new boat. You piece of garbage. There's Anyways. lots of boats filled with garbage, apparently. <laughs> Have you seen our oceans? Anyways. Oof. Don't look below the surface. Stay surface level, guys. It's beautiful up there. There's a reason you don't go into the New York Harbor. Anyways. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes. Did we want to start? Here's the question that we have to ask Hit ourselves. Me. Yeah. Do we want to start with? The good? I think we do. Or you want to start off with the bad? Yeah, I, I think we start positive. positive. I do. I think we start positive. And, okay. and something I'll say, okay, before we dive into this, I always enjoy the opportunity to reflect, okay? So I'm not a big New Year's resolutions guy or anything like that. Neither am I. But I do enjoy when you reach the end of a certain path, season, what have you, it is, I think, enjoyable to look back and reflect because at the very least, it's informative. Even if you're not looking back and going, wow, that was filled with great memories, a lot of positive things, it's still fascinating to me to try and reverse engineer, how is this sausage of 2022 made from an entertainment point of view? And something that I felt like going through the year, and I think reflection has borne this out, 2022 was not a year of great entertainment depth. There was a lot of content, a lot of content out there, but I think that there were a handful of really outstanding either movies or shows, a couple real bummers, and then everything else was really in that mid-level tier of, hey, that's not terrible, but not great, not great. That's how I felt about it. So that's kind of where I'm coming from with these favorites of 2022. The, the top few, I really love a couple of these, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain that a little bit more. But overall, I felt it was just kind of a lukewarm year. What do you think? Yeah, see, for me, 
coming up with these lists was difficult mm. in the sense that we kind of shat all over the twenty two the twenty twenty two content. Mm-hmm. Um and We've been very negative recently. Right. And to come yeah. and to come and yet we up, still got Christmas gifts, so Santa's cool with us, so how can you not be? Santa's on our boat, Riley. This is true. Yes. Santa is Thanks, Santa. Santa is on our boat. Appreciate you. Big old cruise liner. I gotta say, it's awesome being Santa, okay? Yeah. As dad. Because you know who gets the milk and cookies? This guy. That's true. You know what my kids said when they put out the milk and cookies? Like, well, let's put out three cookies. I was like, <clears throat> wait. There are five of you, one cookie for each kid. So I had five cookies. And I got myself a refill of the milk. Thank you very much. So it was fantastic. See, I always said two per kid. Dang it. Next year. Yes, next year. It's okay. Jeez. It's okay. But, yes. I digress. So my list. (laughs) I'm also going to say this with a preface. My bummer list, there's only two on there that Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, bummer. Because the yeah. other three I put on by proxy, essentially. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna bullshit my way there's through. There wasn't there wasn't a lot of noteworthy items. Like that that's the thing. Even some of the stuff that was eh, it wasn't terrible, but it was by no means great either. So actually, yes, 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 yes. Yes, I agree. All right. Without further ado, let's start on a positive note and then end the year much like we've spent much of the year, just complaining our bottoms off. So why not? All right, my number five. This is movies, TV shows. My number five, favorite of 2022, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, coming in at number five. It was a good sequel. As we've discussed, Ad nauseum didn't touch the first in terms of just epic greatness, but it was a solid additional chapter in that story paid great homage to Chadwick Boseman, <coughs> so accomplished a lot of what it needed to accomplish. It certainly missed our guy Chadwick, and we always will miss Chadwick. Um, but I think even on reflection, um, I was comfortable putting this in the number five slot. Loved, loved Namor. Looking forward to seeing more of that guy. Um, so Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, my number five. Riles, over to you. My number five. Mm was the return of Sam Raimi in Doctor Strange 2. Nice. Multiverse of Madness. Nice. Good pick. Yes. Good I like pick. I like the old Doctor. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. it was that's good. all I got. Sam's back. Sam was back, and he did well. Yep. It was a good fit between director and content. Yeah, really good. Very cool. All right, what's your number four? I have Moon Knight. Okay. Mark Spector. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight number four. Yep. Now, he would have been higher on this list, but Marvel decided, you know what would be really awesome? We black out on all the cool fights. <laughs> so, Moon Knight. There will be more of this later. Topping at number four. Very good. All right, my number four, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, this show, this show. I forgot! No way. No! That was the one you forgot? <laughs> There's always one. There's always one. Well, greatly rework your list right now as I discuss. I'm so I'm so disappointed in myself. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi was a flawed show. Again, we're not talking 
best crafted movies and shows. However, it got the core thing right, which is it had Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. And the Leia twist, including young Leia, I still think was tremendous. I deeply enjoyed that unexpected inclusion of Leia as a uh, prominent part of the show. I thought Leia was fantastic. I thought the actress that played her was great. And then Hayden Christensen rolling in in his Darth Vader suit, ripping out some Vader for us. That was great. That final fight scene between Obi-Wan and Vader, tell you what, one of the best fight scenes. Somebody on YouTube, and now I'm blanking on the, the content creator, but cut that fight scene together. So took out the cutaway scenes that took place during the actual episode. Very much worth a watch. So Obi-Wan Kenobi is my number four. Would you like to submit a perhaps 4B? I'm so pissed off at myself. It happens every top five, Jordan. It's part of the reason why I enjoy doing this because it's true. Top five. It's true. Um, That's why I love that we don't discuss it ahead of time other than, hey, we're doing a top five. And I feel like a bad friend because I'm leaving you hanging constantly. No, no. But I really, really enjoy this nope, it's good selfishly. Content. It's good it's, content. It's great. Um, it's great. Yeah, so um, Doctor Strange is getting kicked <laughs> off the list. Uh, Moon Knight moves to five. <laughs> and then... And then at number four, Obi-Wan. That's great. That's great. I'm so mad at myself. I'm proud of you. Hey, let's do my number three. My number three, The Batman. Great movie. Great movie. And if we were going on simple merits of quality, could perhaps be at the top. Really solid. Very dark. Took me till a second viewing to feel more... Comfortable with the overall tone of the movie, but loved nonetheless what Matt Reeves from a direction and story writing perspective did. Loved the confidence of the movie, the fact that it was so long, it wasn't rushed, it took its time, it established its world. We got great characters, not just the Batman, but the Riddler was portrayed outstandingly well. Colin Farrell's Penguin was tremendous. Heck, Catwoman, oh my goodness, why am I blinking on the actress that played Catwoman, Riles, our dear Selena Kyle. Zoe Kravitz. Thank you, Zoe Kravitz, appreciate it. She did an outstanding job, so even John Tertullo rocking it as Carmine Falcone was just an absolute, absolute delight. So, loved the Batman, looking forward to seeing what comes in the future with the Batman universe. Batman's my number three. My number three is uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. There you go. Coming in with the Black Adam. There you go. Um, we got Dr. Fate on screen with Pierce Brosnan. And I'm going to be honest mm. with you. I don't think we're ever going to get a better Dr. Fate choice casting-wise. Mm -hmm. So I hope mm -hmm. he comes back. And I hope he kicks ass. Um I came out of that movie wanting to see more of those characters, and I did not think I would come out of that movie that way. That's great. So yeah, um, it's at three because um, they cock teased us with Henry Cavill. Oh so. boy, we'll come back to that. <laughs> yep, we'll come back to that. Honestly, that decision should just be 
number one on the bummer list. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's not even a movie. It's just just unbelievable. So number three, mm. Black Adam. Love it. All right, you're number two. Number two. This might surprise you. I'm excited. Black Panther two. Nice. Nice. So Good I think ya. I think this would have taken the number one spot if Chadwick was still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the movie just did a great job at still continuing to to world build, and mm. um, yeah. Along with yeah. that, I think every character still was really strong right like sherry's character arc in this movie made sense yeah um okoye was great okoye was solid angela bassett destroyed in this movie ramonda probably arguably the best character in this movie Mm -hmm. and then i thought it the getting the first i'm not counting miss marvel as the first mutant on screen namor namor to me is the first actual mutant. There you go. Because Miss Marvel is an inhuman. We're, we don't need to get into that, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, to me, yeah. we got and we got good Namor. You bet. I don't think we're going to get much better for that. No, so. it's tremendous. And I like what you said. You make a great point, and something I don't think I've given the movie enough credit for is the world-building aspect. It expanded on what we already were introduced to about Wakanda in the Black Panther movie. Um, so I agree. I think that was nice, a, a really good progression. Um, and seeing Namor's world is, I can never remember the name. I always want to say Atlantis and I know that's not what they're calling it. Well, it's like, yep. I want to say it's yep. like Tenochtitlan, yep. but I know that's yep. not right. No, that's we're like not going to get an it. actual I, See, I had this conversation with Mason, the California brother. And every time we had a conversation about the Black Panther movie, well, it was the same conversation. And over the span of the 15 minute conversation, okay. Every time I had to ask him when we were talking about Namor, like, wait, what, what's, what's the name of their world again? What are they calling it? So I give up. I give up. I don't know. It's ridiculous. All right. My number two, not something that you have watched, Riles, but the TV show Rings of Power. I loved that show. Has Chance watched the show? Or is he still refusing to? He still refuses. Still refusing and to. He'll never watch it. Okay, chance you're missing that. out. It's a little, just phenomenal show. Greatly enjoyed it for many of the reasons you just discussed with Black Panther. The world building is terrific, and this is as I was pondering, man, why don't I enjoy this so much? The depth of the design is terrific. The story is worthwhile. You know where it's going to end up in the Lord of the Rings movies, but since it is set thousands of years prior to those films you just have an open not quite blink little gray in there but so much open space with which to construct uh character development great storylines i absolutely loved it so i thought the show rings of power was tremendous i'm looking forward to seeing what comes in the uh, hopefully not too distant future but for me rings of power was number two okay my number one entirely outside of the superhero movie realm top gun maverick ah banger so so good quality entertainment a story that i don't think anybody thought we really needed to see 30 plus years since the original and yet it wasn't just a movie for the sake of the money which is sure as heck what i thought it was going to be when i first heard it was coming out like tom Really, dude, you're loaded. Like, you don't need to just to make this for the Benjamins. But no, Tom had a story to tell, and he told it. 
heartwarming, sincere. The action's outstanding. The movie is intense. It's great. And I think it appeals to an extraordinarily wide range of audiences. Like my wife loved it. My dad loved it. Everybody that I've spoken to that has seen it has enjoyed it. And for different little little bits and pieces of different reasons. So I think that speaks to the quality and depth of the film. Absolute delight. Top Gun Maverick is my number one favorite movie or TV show for 2022. That's what I got for you. For number one, I'm taking The Batman, mm-hmm. hands down. Mm-hmm. Robert Battenson is what he should be changing his last <laughs> name to. That was the most comic accurate Batman <laughs> we've seen. Uh, I want more. I'm excited to see more. Mm-hmm. I think just we have so many good opportunities ahead. Yep. Um, the fact that we're getting a Penguin yep. show because the Penguin was phenomenal. I wouldn't have called that three years ago. Um, pumped for that. Mm. Um, I honestly think that there wasn't a character that got... Um, what's the word that I want to use? There wasn't a character that I felt was played poorly. Mm. Like I thought everybody right. did their job and yeah. did it well. Yeah, and well so, cast, well executed. Oh my gosh. No question. And Paul Dano singing Ave Maria in a prison cell will haunt me for years to come. Yeah, that's, uh, that's creepy. Effectively so. So... Yeah, for That's sure. A great choice. Batman, number one. Yeah. Love that pick. It's, again, solid top five. I think, for me, the Batman and Top Gun Maverick are the two best movies of 2022. I need to, I feel like I need to open my heart a little bit, rewatch Wakanda Forever, and let that in. Um, but for me, those two were just head and shoulders the most enjoyable that I saw in 2022. So, that's great. Love that. Anything else on the positive front you want to say before we uh, take our, you know, daily, as it were, podcast trip to Negative Town? I have nothing. I love it. Okay. Well, there's your positives. There's your favorites of 2022 by way of recap. What a fun, fun year. Let's go to the bummers of 2022 because that's kind of fun too. Riley, why don't you start us off with your number five? Okay. Now remember, bummer. Proximity here. Oh, you, you fudge away, man. These first three bummers. You do it. I'm going to totally spitball. That's great. Number five, I got, I got DC Super Pets. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. First of all, what is up with this character design? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this right now. What mm-hmm. was the what was the choices behind this? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thing. Because I, you know, I remember, I was like, Cyborg, did he have an afro? Why did he have an afro? Did he no. ever have an afro in the comics? No, never. What? I shouldn't say never. That was too quick. In the seventies, when he was first appeared, did he have an afro? Could have. That would have been era appropriate. Could have. Don't truly know. I'm just used to my cyborg being bald. Mm-hmm. I I don't have a problem with the fro. I think a half fro is an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a little tough. It's an interesting choice. It was a little tough, and they didn't choose. I don't remember which Green Lantern they chose, but uh, uh, they picked a wasn't female. It Jessica Cruz. It has to be. Yep. Unless they created so. a new one. No. No. And I've never seen her have a haircut like <coughs> that before. Yeah. We'll get to DC League of Super Pets over here as well. So, you know. Yeah. And you had Keanu Reeves voice Batman. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're five. Keanu saves you. He does. And John Krasinski voicing Superman. That's an appropriate I'm choice. I'm cool with that. Other than that, I'm like, why? And also, why do you have The Rock voicing three different characters in that movie? You have him voicing crypto. 
which is still an odd choice. You have him voicing himself, Black Adam, and then he has, and then he gets to be the dog too. I think that's kind of weird. I don't understand. Dwayne occasionally when does did, too much. Just when, he just does. When did Black Adam get a dog? Who? I'm also confused about that. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, no, the movie doesn't make any sense, but that's why it's there. My number five is Black Adam, not the movie as a whole. To be clear, I found the movie entertaining. Like Riley said, I would love to see more of those characters. The reason it's on the list is it teased us Henry Cavill as Superman coming back, and we only got to experience that joy for an extraordinarily brief amount of time before it was decisively ripped away from us. So that was a fairly significant bummer. And the fact that it seems as if Black Adam as a movie is just representing what is dissolving in the DC world, I don't think I was ready for that. And again, I'm not here saying, hey, all the DC content is great. It's not what I'm saying. But it just, it's, it's a bummer. It's a bummer to see what I thought was a good start for that character of Black Adam in that solo movie, that that might be all we get to see of Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam. That's a bummer. So my number four, DC League of Super Pets. Okay, now my gripe is a little different than Ryle's. Character design, I agree with you. For me, I went into the movie with my son going, okay, this is a kid's movie, so let's go see the kid's movie. I I'm not kidding. The majority of the jokes in this movie were not kid-oriented. They were oriented to the adults. And it wasn't anything to the point where I'm going, man, I shouldn't be letting my son watch this. But it's just going straight over his seven-year-old head, six-year-old head at the time. Right. And I, I'm thinking to myself, I, this movie isn't for me. Like, I didn't come here to watch this for myself. I came here to watch this for my son. And I think of watching Lego Batman, which is a delight for young and old alike. And this one, I, I don't honestly know who it who it pleased. The story was Okay. Could have been a lot better. So DC League of Super Pets, I I was disappointed by why it. It does, was a bummer. Why does Aquaman have flippers? No. Did you see that? Yes. He's got flippers. Why does he have flippers, DC? Why? That doesn't make sense at all. No. He's not a frog. No. Nope. I just not like I noticed that when you were talking about your fifth spot. I'm sitting mm -hmm. here like, no. Mm-hmm. Afraid so. Ugh. Afraid so. They took some liberties. So all right, you're number four, Riles. Miss Marvel. Now, why? First of all, it wasn't meant for me. That's some bull crap. All your stuff should be directed towards me. Secondly, and the more important gripe, why on earth did you make her a mutant? That doesn't make sense. Just make her an inhuman. I get, I get that the mutants are coming. There are 90,000 of them you can choose from. You don't need to go turn somebody that wasn't a mutant into one. That doesn't make sense. Logically. So that's, that's number four. I love it. What's your number three? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. I wasn't prepared. Bang number it. three. She-Hulk. Why? CGI. You didn't have it. Mm. It was bad. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. I saw the leaked clip of Hulk's son. What is up with that haircut? That is bad. Somebody should lose their job <laughs> because if they're cutting hair like that, Oh, oh, that was tough. Okay. Now I don't care if Daredevil and She-Hulk had a little fling on the side, whatever. Let, 
Let my boy Daredevil, you know, have, you know, whatever. Do his thing, all right? Do his thing. Matt it's and Jess seem to enjoy it. Right, right. They seem to be fine. More power to him. Good for them. Okay. Gives him something a little extra to confess in the Catholic booth, if you know what I mean. So anyways. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Anyways. So based off of CGI alone, She-Hulk, number three. Yeah. Good pick. My number three, Love and Thunder. Okay. We only got two hours. Two hours in the fourth Thor movie. Uh, you know, we're kind of lucky it might have been two hours because if we had to sit through another hour of that, I might have cried. Two hours. <laughs> two hours. There should have been more. There should have been more. There should have been more gore. That's all you need. Just add another 15 to 30 minutes of gore. You have one of the best villains ever ever to use and you have a tremendous actor in christian bale deployed to present the character and we just barely got any of him that was a bummer thor love and thunder my number three my number two moon knight wow that's up there for you the blackouts, that pissed me off. I got it in episode one. Like when it happened in episode one, okay, you know what? Fine. It's it's telling us a little bit about the character. He blacks out. He doesn't remember. We experience it as the audience where he doesn't remember either. Fair enough. Message received. We get it. Don't do us dirty like that. In the last episode, we're finally getting full moon night. And here he is going up against his nemesis, his equal, and he blacks out and we don't get to see it. Come on, man. That was dirty. I think the that worst... That was dirty. And I'm not ragging on the whole show. The show had some really solid components. But that aspect of it... Again, I'm just picking out an aspect, so I'm not picking on the show. Picking on that aspect of it. That was tough. I think my... my so when they f did the blackouts first, I remember being pissed off. Mm -hmm. But then I also remember being like, you know what? This seems like something they're going to flash back to. Yes. Because of WandaVision. Yes. WandaVision kind of played it like that. There you go. As well. So I'm like, yep. oh, maybe we'll see what happened. Right. And then we never saw what happened. I'm like, right. well, this is weird. And then when it happened in the final episode, oh. I wanted to break my TV. Oh. It didn't make sense. Correct. Have him lose control and then be like... Have, you know, his wifey poo on the outside being like, well, that's not Mark and that's not Steven. <laughs> so who the heck is that, dog? And that would have right. been great. Yep. But nothing. Yep. That was, I think I would feel so differently about that show as a whole. Had that last episode, had that scene not been blacked out. Very much so. All the fighting was good up to that point too. Right. Right. I found the show Overall engaging. Weird once they got into the Egyptian gods, but they tied it back down to reality enough where it's like, okay, we're here. I'm good. I'm good. But that was... Minus the gigantic alligator and, and cr hippo, dead crow fighting each other oh in the background. Oh my. <laughs> Strange. Strange stuff. Strange stuff. But they leaned into it. That's who the character is. They leaned into it. I can forgive them for that. But the blackouts, come on. Come on. 
All right, that's my number two. What's your number two? My number two, I'm putting the hammer down. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. You bring Christian Bale in for that? Mm-hmm. My gosh, it irritates me. Felt like a 70s campy throwback movie. I'm like, we're in the 2020s. Oof. I want to see Thor kill some people. You know he beheaded Thanos. Do you remember that? I don't think Taika did. That dude a great was moment. killing people. You killed, like, everybody in his life, right? And then you made... The, you think he would be that jolly about everything? No! Yeah. No! Yeah. Gore stole children for crying out loud. And he's like, oh, you guys will be fine. Let me just tell you astral stories. And by the way, that astral kid CGI... Tough. That's right up there with Tough. Scar's terrible haircut. Tough. Awful. Not great. Awful. Not great. I'm very upset about it. It's fair. What do you got for number one? Your huh. biggest bummer this of is gonna, 2022. This is obviously, this, this one's going to probably be shared. But it's Morbin time, baby. Morbius, number one. Talk Morbius of- was 2022? Yeah. Farts. Ha! Oh, I it happened forgot to you. that one. It I thought it was 2021. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Ah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is going to be really embarrassing if it's not. Let's say, oh, oh let's hope that it was. Oh, drum roll. Yes, it came out in 2022. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Suck it. Yes. Oh, my goodness. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's great. Let's go. That's great. So anyways, back to what I was saying. <laughs> Love it. I don't even know. That, that, movie was a, that movie was a fever dream. It was bad. It was, now. It was terrible. The, good th- the only good thing we got out of that entire movie is the phrase, it's Morbin time. That is the only <laughs> good thing that came out of that movie. I'll tell you what. Great start. Terrible finish. It's like me with women. Like, it's just that equivalent <laughs> right there. What? All right, like oh my gosh, you're like wow. You're you're watching the movie. You first started like oh look at him. He's doing good. He's doing good. And then just off a cliff, off a cliff. He said something he shouldn't have. He made the wrong move. Looked at her the wrong way. It just fell apart. It was quite tough. Morbius number one. That should be my number one. It should be my number one. It should be. I can't. Believe. I can't believe it. It happened. That's so great. Because <laughs> you hated that oh, so much. Hated it. Hated it. All right. That needs to be at the top. Now I'm gonna rag on She-Hulk a little bit with the big caveat of it's not for me, and I guess that's okay. But the CG, dang it! Come on, do better. Just as you said, do better. Okay, but Morbius was hot garbage. That thing <laughs> so was hot. just terrible. Terrible. The fact how? that that movie got made. How does it exist? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Who out of all no. of them? There's like, so much more worthwhile content out there. So many more worthwhile characters. Morbius? You're going, okay. It's like they said. This is up- exactly how the movie is supposed to go. Terribly. Terribly. Well, it's like they took the Spider-Man rogues gallery, Mm -hmm. pinned it up on the wall, right? And they're like, well, we've used Green Goblin because William Defoe's coming back and we're not going to do better than that. And we don't want a solo movie on him. Great. Perfect. Doc Ock. Oh, he's coming back. Mm -hmm. Don't want to use him. Electro Mm -hmm. coming back. Mm -hmm. Sandman coming back in a weird CGI way. Lizard coming back, kind of. Mm -hmm. But also, right. 
Oh my gosh, can you imagine a lizard solo movie? Anyways, continue. <laughs> Vulture. Well, we already did him and we did him well. Mysterio. Oh, we did him and did him well. So these Scorpion, we kind of set up. So it's like, who's right? left? We have Hydro Man. Blah. You have Craven the Hunter, which, by the way, I know we're getting that movie. I It boggles my mind that that one didn't come before Morbius. I love that I have no idea when that movie's coming out. I don't even want to know. No. I'm so scared. No. I'm so scared. We're going to have to go see it just for the sheer spectacle of how bad it will I be so know. we can talk about it. Because I love, I love Craven so much ah. as a villain. Okay. It might okay. break my heart. Okay. We got time between now and whenever it is. I mean, I'll do it. I'll do it for the podcast. Why? You turned real quick. Well, no, it's see, that's just, (laughs) that's my thought process anymore. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because people are like, you know, there's some things like originally before all this podcast stuffing, all this podcast stuff, I've been like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to watch that. And then I'm like, got to do it for the pod. But it's like, damn it. It's good content. (laughs) People enjoy me doing this. I guess I'm going to do it. So that's what it's turned into. Um, so coming to a pod near you in 2023 or 24, we don't know, a Craven the Hunter reaction. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. And then it's like, nah, I mean, yeah. Because they already did Venom. Right. So, so they end up. They, they end up with Morbius. The spot. <sighs> like, I don't know. It is what it I, is. I don't know. And they're it, using it's... the spot as the main villain in Into the Spider-Verse now. It's I'm more excited about seeing him than I am Morbius. That's Morbius where I'm at. is a worthy holder of the number one crown oh, for, for Biggest sure. Bummer in 2022. Couldn't have been worse. Couldn't have been worse. On a side note, I, be- I believe the guy who's playing Craven, yep. at Aaron Taylor Johnson, yep. I think he's up for the role of 007. Fascinating. I think he might be the next James Bond. Okay. It's not confirmed, but the rumors are heavy that he's... He's giving himself a chance. That he's the title favorite right now. Wow. Okay. Which I'm like, you know what? Good for you, bud. I respect it. Good for you. I respect it. He's a a good looking dude. I'd rather see that than... Honestly, have him keep the flow, though. Well, sure. You know what I mean? Sure. We've had a lot of James Bonds. he's got some quality flow. you got a lot of close close cuts. Right. Yeah. Let him do the flow. I think he pulls the flow off better than he pulls off the normal cut, but that's just me. No question. No question. That's great. Good recap on 2022. So let's look ahead. All right. Try and get back on the positive track here. Let's look ahead to what's coming in 2023. Okay. Now here's the question. Do it. Do you want to start off good or bad? Do you want to go MCU or, or, or DC? I've, I've, the list that I've compiled has melded the two together. Oh, you did a so better job than I did. I have separated them by movies and shows. Okay. Now, what will not surprise you is that DC has nothing on the show docket other than the Penguin is out there, but we still have no idea when it's actually going to be released. Is there a chance it comes out in 2023? Sure, but it's a slim one. Whereas Marvel that can't be has several TV shows on the docket. So let's actually start there. Let's start with the TV shows. We'll rip through these fairly quickly. All right, and then we'll dive into the movies. So in 2023, and bear in mind, here's something odd with these TV shows, is that we do not have official release dates for any of these yet. We have general time frames, early, mid, and late. 
Well, we can do a guessing game again. We can, we can do it. So I think we were semi-accurate the last time we were, we were guessing. We were. March tends to be when the, the first show comes out. So, so if y'all are taking bets. Your early shows, okay, two in the early category. First is Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Little Nick Fury action. Little Scroll Invasion. Great comic run. So some outstanding foundational content. We'll see how the show pans out. What if season two is also falling in oh, that see, early I category? See, I don't even count that one. That one's just gonna go on its own time. Yeah, well, true. You know, true. like, like right. it does, it's that. Right. That's it's not, not dependent. It's not melded in with the rest of the so shows. So that one, that one could come literally right after Secret Invasion. Yeah. No so one I'm guessing care. Secret Invasion in March. What if starts late April, maybe early May? I would say I would agree with that. Actually, that was gonna be my guess. Love it. Yeah. Love it. All right. The mid grouping, you have Echo and Loki, season two of Loki. Is Echo listed before Loki? Uh, based on what I researched, yes, but it wasn't listed in order of hey, this is it's this is supposed to come out before Loki. That was just the articles that I saw and read. That's how they had it to, had it listed out. I, I truly don't know how either of those could really interact with each other. I mean, Loki was so simultaneous, like mostly self-contained. I understand that it has overarching ramifications for the entire MCU. Right. But like I, with the unveiling of the multiverse, but it's not as if it narrowed its focus down to Earth, for example, for any period of time. So I, I think they'll be fairly self-contained. I'm going to say Loki in June. Okay. And I'm going to say Echo in August. Okay. I because like I think... They've already kind of shown a first look a little at Loki. Yeah. In that one little trailer thing. Okay. So I think I think Loki's closer than Echo. Yep. That's a guess though. Yep. But Owen Wilson was in a suit and he's looking dapper. Come on. You got Owen. I mean He's looking dapper. Oh, love it. Love it. All right. The late comers. Ironheart, late of twenty twenty three. And then Ooh. Agatha, Covenant of Darkness. Also late twenty twenty three. I think it's safe to say that's a show that's not for me as of right now as well because marvel did announce yep. that they were going to push some stuff back see yeah i mean that's six shows right that's uh and this is heck of a lot of and content. for those Just i can on the shows and, and see for those i can see agatha coming out in october because she's spooky there you go little, little Halloween creepy theme. crawling she had the mm-hmm. she had the like she did she have the black colored hands or, or am i crazy no, it was well, just Wanda. Wanda, yeah. It was just Wanda, Wanda really leaned into that. Yeah. I don't remember now with Agatha. I don't think so. No, yeah. she was just creepy. Mm-hmm. She was creepy. Yeah. Ironheart, maybe December? Yep, that would be my guess. Late November, December? Yes. Okay. Yep, and it wouldn't be totally surprised if that gets pushed into 2024. They don't need to be in a hurry with that one. No. So, okay. Okay, so there's that, your shows. Yes. Now, the Penguin, again, we assume it could come out sometime in 2023, but... At this point, it seems more likely that we're looking at 2024 with the Penguin. All right, movies coming out in 2023. Again, these are interspersed. Marvel and Shazam. We're going to go in order of appearance. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, February 17th. That's coming soon. Just a shade I'm over a month excited. away. Yep, we're going to get a fresh trailer here uh, next week with the National Championship game. Shoot, that's right. Yep, so... That's right. We'll have a, we'll have some opportunity to discuss that in a later pod. Make our predictions for that film. So stay tuned. Number two, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, March 
17th, a crisp one month later, we'll get the second Shazam flick. I'm excited about that, too. Looking forward to that. I enjoyed, we both enjoyed round one. We're here for round two. So that's number two. Number three, Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three, May 5th. I'm going to ball like a baby. Yep. Yep. Tears will come. Number four, the Flash movie. Yay! June 23rd. Seriously, I have no idea what to expect. Um, are we going to skip that one? <laughs> <laughs> or is this going to be another one of those things where I'm going to have to go because you of go for this the pod. podcast? You go for the pod. Damn it. Yeah. Um, by the way, oh, that reminds me. That reminds me because I saw I mean, this. I think it's great, really, that we don't get Henry Cavill anymore as Superman, but we're seemingly committing to Ezra Miller in the long run as a Flash. I don't even want to talk about it. I think that's fantastic. It's a really okay. solid move, both from a PR perspective and from a, hey, is this actor like well-suited for the role? So, outstanding stuff. So, Heavily sarcastic tone. Sorry, desk. I didn't that. Was, that was... I, I got excited. Demanding. I see and that. By excited, I mean uh, furious. Man, there was a... So, there was a Flash movie poster that I saw. Ooblay. And it was so bad. Ooblay. It was so bad. Was it a real poster movie or was it fan-made? poster. Okay. You keep looking. I can't dwell on this any longer. All right. The fifth film coming out in 2022 is The Marvels. July 28th. Don't pretend to know a lot of what to expect I can't in that movie. That's coming out this year. It is. That's weird. Right in the middle of summer. So, Monica Rambeau, Ms. Marvel. Boy, help me remember her name, Riles. Ms. Marvel. Kamala Khan? Kamala Khan. Okay. They say Kamala Khan. I didn't feel confident. Thank you. And of course, Carol Danvers will be teaming up for the Marvels in July. Number six, and this is the one that I can't believe exists and is genuinely, well, we'll see, but genuinely, allegedly coming out, Blue Beetle. You know what? I August 18th. I love Jaime Reyes, yep. so I'm all for it. I like the Blue Beetle. I like the concept of the Blue Beetle. Okay. I think his powers are sweet. He's got an alien magic whatever thing on his back. That shoots guns whenever he wants. I'm, I'm down. So I'll be interested to see what they do with Ted Cord. I've got between now and August to open my heart. I am excited. After that, we have a bit of a dearth, as it were, in the movie realm until we get all the way to the end of the year on December 25th. Merry Christmas, Harry, Happy Hanukkah, Marv, Aquaman, and the Lost Kingdom on December 25th. Fifth, a solid four plus years since we got the original or first Aquaman movie. What a crime. Four years, but it's okay because, again, we have Ezra Miller as the Flash. So don't worry, everybody. It's fine. <laughs> so I'm very excited for that movie. Um, that has been a long time coming. As it turns out, could be the swan song for our guy, Jason Momoa, going out, hopefully on top. But I really loved the first Aquaman movie, so I'm very excited to see Chapter 2 of the Aquaman series. So any highlights you want to point out there, um, Riles? Did you mention Into, mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse? Thank you. No, I did not. That one's Good also catch. coming out. And, Good catch. Uh, I believe, let me see, I just had it up. No. Also, uh, also, by the way, it looks like Craven comes out this year. June 2nd for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, and as of right now, according to this IGN article, so if they're wrong, don't get mad at me. Um, Craven the Hunter, October 6th. 
So there you have it. Yikes. So I'm actually really excited about Spider-Verse. Yep. I apologize for neglecting that on my duties. Unbelievable. Fire me now. I am sad. Bring Mel Gibson in. I'm sad that uh, I have to deal with Craven. Supposedly. 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 We'll see. Cancel it. So altogether, if we're counting, and we are counting, you've got, if we include the Spider-Verse, which we should, 14 superhero-themed movies and shows being released in 2023. Now, I think it's safe to say we're not going to see all of those. Agatha, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but all the movies, I'm, I'm looking forward to all the movies. I'm curious about Blue Beetle. Curious about that. The Marvels is probably lowest on my list of excitement level. Um, but Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Quantumania, Shazam, those first three are absolute bangers. And then it gets weird. Because then you got the Flash movie. Then you got the Marvels. Then you got Blue Beetle has potential. I think Blue Beetle will be good. hope so. I really hope so. Well, again, it's DC, so it could go either <laughs> we way. We hope so. It could go either way. But yep. anything will be better than that Flash movie. The shows, I feel a lot more lukewarm on. I am very excited for Secret Invasion because that comics storyline is tremendous. We get more of Nick Fury. It's been a while since we've had some quality Nick Fury time, so I'm eager for that. They said Winter Soldier in tone. I'm all in if the, that's the Right. Tone. Then that's and, a great tone. Great tone. And... Daenerys Targaryen, Queen of the Andals, and Mother of Dragons is going to be in that show. I'm all in. We're in. We're in Amelia for that one. Amelia Clark, baby. You bet. Yeah. Loki season two, very much excited for that. And after that, it's really a mixed, just absolute hodgepodge. What if he was entertaining enough in round one? Right. So we'll we'll give round two a look. That's about fitty fitty. Echo, I'm excited because Kingpin and Daredevil are in it. Sorry, Echo. Still fitty fitty on that one. Yep, too. yep. Uh, that's that's exactly right. Iron Heart. I just hope it comes out. Like if it comes out, I'll, I'll watch it. I enjoyed Riri Williams in Wakanda Forever, um, but I'm a little nervous that's going to be the one that gets shoved into 2024. Yeah, I uh, see. I've actually heard Mephisto is going to be in this. I know he's okay. been rumored for like 14 different well, Marvel projects. A bit of a while, but I've heard. Yep. I've heard him and possibly Sasha Barrett Cohen playing Mephisto. Okay. So don't know a lot of his stuff. I know who he is. Sure. Either way, um, I th- I like the idea of technology versus the mystics. So mm. and yep. uh, yeah, if the hood's in it, I'm interested because I like him as a as a character. So yep. there's some potential. Now something that we do need to we do need to hit on. Okay, that we have not yet touched on at all. That is worth hype and excitement. The Mandalorian Season 3. Oh, March 1st. Yes. March 1st of 2023. Oh, wow, that's early. Yep. Well, not early, because I think the, Relatively. all of them have been December-ish, yep. right? Believe so. Believe so. So looking forward to, to seeing Season 3 of The Mandalorian. Make sure everybody's caught up on Boba Fett. At some point, <laughs> uh, Ahsoka's TV series is supposed to come out in 2023. That could be hit or miss. We'll see. That one could be hit or miss. We'll see. And then there's a whole batch of TBDs in developments, maybes, in other words, for 2023. So uh, not a not a strong, shall we say, push on the Star Wars side yet, for sure, but we'll see. And we are getting Indiana Jones 5. There you go. And there you go. 
we are getting the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. I think the seventh Mission Impossible movie comes out this summer. That, <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Now, honestly, honestly. And they've been great, though. They've been awesome. It's ludicrous that there's seven of them, and there's going to be an eighth because they're filming both seven and eight at the same time. It's so weird. It is incredible. Incredible. But I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of not comics not superhero related content that i think we'll be able to sprinkle in there and really enjoy heck tom cruise is probably going to save the summer of 2023 just like he saved the summer of 2022 top gun maverick now mission impossible there is a new animated ninja turtle movie coming out this year too good grief and and we got transformers and we got Mm -hmm. dune part two Mm -hmm. and for all you racing fans fast 10 the final installment. Sure it is. That No, that'll never end. He said they were going to end it on end. 10 because Paul wanted to do 10. Bullcrap. They're going to they're gonna go, no, they're going to keep going. You're calling, you're calling bull honky? Yep. Okay, fair yep. enough. Fair there, enough. there will be a fast 11. <laughs> there will be. There will be. There will be. Nonsense. Just nonsense. So we got lots of good movies. All right. Well, lots to look forward to in 2023. Riley, anything else you want to hit on? Before we conclude this fantastic episode of potting, oh, I guess it's been a blast. I've enjoyed again recapping 2022. Quick look ahead to 2023. We've got Ant Man Quantumania coming on the horizon. So that's a clear topic to hit on in more depth and detail on our next pod. But for now, that's what I got for you, brother. I got nothing. That's great. I got absolutely nothing. That's great. So love it. I think we wrap it. I think we do. I think we wrap it. Thanks for tuning so, in, guys. This has yes. been a blast. Um, on that note, thank you for being with us through Every all time. of 2022, Every and we time. can't wait to entertain you for 2023. Mm. Um, leave a nice little comment about this sweet desk. You know, hype me up because I think it's gorgeous. Tell Riley you like yes. his desk. It's fantastic. I hope my lady, my future wife, is like this desk, just nice and solid. Anyways, we're gonna leave it at that. Yeah, we're, we're gonna leave. leave it at that. That's anyways. That's it. Anyways, that's it. Uh, wrap it quick. <laughs> and then, uh, yes, that's all I got. Uh, <laughs> I threw like, me off. Subscribe. Yeah, like, subscribe. <laughs> check us out on YouTube, JP and the Beanstalk. Check us, check us out on TikTok at Magic Beans Productions. Find us on all the socials. Um, I have not been posting on the Facebook page at all. So our Facebook okay. page likers can just suck. No, I'm kidding. Um, I will try to post on that, but uh, that's all I got. We love it. So happy to be here with you in 2023. Peace. On that note, Godspeed. Do it.